Good morning, everyone. Happy Hey Tevis. Very auspicious day, illuminated day, tremendous victory. So let's continue. We left off. Track the Tainus, the fourth and final chapter, page 27a, uh, the two dots, the fourth line. It says in the Mishnah, these are the my mothers, they would come and stand, have to stand over the sacrifice. Those who were in Yerushalayim would go to the base of Mikdash. So those outside Yerushalayim would gather in the shul. So my comer, what the Mishnah mean? It says, Sabbath, and they shall command the Jewish people. How do we see from this that the Jewish people have to stand over the sacrifice? This is what the mission is. Ailing my mother. So my mother is why? Why do they enact my mother's vision? Because it says in the Pasuk, Tell, command the Jewish people to bring the daily sacrifice, the communal sacrifice in the morning and the afternoon. And also the additional sacrifices those days that they had the sacrifice. How is it possible that you bring the sacrifice and the owner is not standing on top of it? Next to it, the skin of the Vim and the Shainim, the early Vim and active. Shmuel and Davida, Shmuel and Navi, and Davida, Esm, Arba, Mishmedes, Esm, Arba, Mishmedes, 24 groups. A cold Mishmer, Mishmer, Maimed, Birushalayim, Fukainu, Shavim, Shri Israel. Every group, every group for a week. Every week was a different group. So they would go to Yerushalayim, a group of Kainu, Vim, Israel, and Migi is my Mishmer, Lalas, Kainu, Vim, and Yerushalayim. Come time for that group, they would go to Yerushalayim. So every group would go at least twice a year. Twenty-four groups in Eretz Yisrael and twelve, twelve in Yedicha. You might have asked, what do you mean, 12 in Yedicha? The size of 24 groups. In the official Lantuva, there's so many groups. Why do you need 36 groups? Ella, rather, Ushtem Esre, Mehen, Yedicha. 12 of the groups, of the 24. You don't need more, you don't need more than 24 groups. But 12 of the, 12 of the 24 lived in Yedicha. Lived in Yedicha. When it came time for the group to go, half the group would go from all over Israel to Yerushalayim. Half of the group would go to Yerichim, which is right next door. Today, she is they should feed them. Just like in the army, you have part of the army, you have the chefs. There's a whole logistic supplies. There's a whole you don't just have soldiers. You need a whole thing. So too, you need those who are going to support those who are standing in Shalayim, standing in the base of the. In order to sacrifice, you need all three: the Kohenim, the Levim, and the Israel. And the musical instruments. It doesn't mention Israel. He mentions musical instruments. The time that doesn't mention the musical instruments. What are they arguing? The Tana holds that when it says in the Torah, you have to serve Hashem by singing. Singing is singing with your mouth. The, the instruments is a nice touch, but it's an accompaniment. That's not the mitzvah. 
doesn't it's not the that's not a deal breaker. Yeah. No, the main singing is through the instruments, and that's a deal breaker. Otherwise, it's not. It's missing. It's lacking. Carbon doesn't have music. Is lacking. Eight groups. The kain, he, he broke, he divided the kain into eight groups. That every group should serve in the base of Migdash one week. And they should take turns. Which are, where do you have eight groups? By the way, he's not talking about the day of Moshe. Moshe, times of Moshe, he only had three kain. In the 40th year, he got another kain, Pinchas. That's about it. He had Aaron, Elazar in the summer, another Aviyah passed away right away, day one. Another Aviyah, I mean, Elazar in the summer, and then the 40th year, they added Pinchas. So altogether, all you had was the Kayin God, all together with three Kayin. Okay, maybe they had children, but you don't have, you don't have four groups, eight groups. But Moshe enacted that when they will have children in the future, you should divide into eight groups. How did they divide it? The Gemara says, Aaron and Elazar, four groups would be from the family of Elazar. Four groups should be from the family of Isamar. But Shmuel, Shmuel came and he divided into 16 groups. And in his day, there were so many Kayanans. So he divided into 16 groups, each group a week. But David, the Midna lesson, by the time of David, there are so many more Kayanans, so he came 24. Groups. Remember, it says, in the 40th year, the, king, the end of David, David's reign. He was king for 40 years. In six months, at the end of his 40th reign, the end of his 40th year, so they, 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 uh, they, re- they researched and they found that there was 16 16 and 8 but this was at the end of David's life which is many years after Shmuel passed away many years after Shmuel passed away over 40 years so the Kainim grew that's why he made it, made it to 24 groups Mace, we ask a question. We learn the Brice Meshitik and we saw Shmenim Shmur is Arba, Melaz of Arba Misama, four and four. But David and Shmuel, I mean, Allah and Arba, David and Shmuel together. Yet we'll just learn that Shmuel made 16 and David made a 24 Shmuel. It says, Hey, may Yasa David Shmuel Adaya, Bemunasim, Shmuel the Seer, Bemunasim. So it says together, it says, Hachikam, we say there shall David, between the two of them. Shmuel moved it up from 8 to 16, doubled it to 16, and David made 24. That's when they made 16 of Elazar and then 8 of Isamar. So they made 16 groups from the house of Elazar. That for every house, 
Every house of a lazar, right? So they added the base av for a lazar for every every base av that a someone had. They added an additional base av a lazar. So together, sixteen. He already a lazar already had eight. We added one one additional one corresponding to each one that a summer had. So that makes a lazar sixteen and 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 the summer eight. My voice, why do you need a second proof? What, what's wrong with the first proof? It says clearly 16 and 8. Because you're going to say, Because without the voice, I would think. Uh, just like a summer grew, grew, multiplied. Maybe summer also. Maybe now there were eight groups. In other words, now there were eight, but in the beginning, the times of Moshe, there were four. So that's what he said. You would think maybe Moshe was four, because the price says it was eight and eight. Maybe in the beginning, Moshe said four. And four, and then and then the summer grew into eight. He says no. In the beginning, Moshe divided eight and eight, and then they added for each group. But they added for each group that the summer had. They added an additional one to a lazar because a lazar grew and not a summer. Therefore, in the beginning was eight and eight, and then twenty-four. Yeah, we're we're a lazar. That's according to this Braisa. That's the Tanyida. That's the Braisa. Moshe Tikkun Misol, Sheish Esri. Moshe enacted 16, 8 and 8. So the only increase was only a lazar. Summer never had an increase. Toshma bring you a proof. Base Av. Echod Ochos Lazar. That's why he brings a proof. That's why he brings a proof from that's the oi. That's why he brings a proof from right that they added for eight. So they added there were eight groups. So they added eight to a lazar. So the only increase was to a lazar. His summer was never increased. So to yifta that Rabbi Chaim this contradicts Rabbi Chaim said that Shmuel Moshe enacted four and four, and Shmuel upped it up to sixteen. And then Davin made it 24. The Braise contradicts him. How can I argue with the Braise? Yeah. It's an argument. It's not me against the Braise. I'm going with the other opinion, the other time. It's a, he brought a Braise. Earlier he also brought a Braise. So it's an argument amongst Tanoim. We learned the price and base. We I'm following that price. Tell the rabbi the rabbis learn about mishmaris. All the four mishmaris, four mishmaris came up from Babylonia, from Iraq. Came up, yeah. Veilin Yedaya, Chorim. Oh, they were in exile. They went to Babylonia, 
and they returned back to Eretz Yisrael, they came up with the building of the second base of Bingdosh. So only four came up. The rest stayed in Babylonia. Who are these four? Yedaya, Charim, Pashreva, Ema. Like it's mentioned in Ezra. Um, the Nevi'im should be Nehem. So the Nevi'im who were there stood up. We continue on side B, 27B. V'cholkum, they divided them and made them al Esrebarba. They took the families that were there, the four families, and divided them into 24 groups. Balalum. They mixed. They mixed. It was like they drew. They drew like lots. And the son of Bakalfi, and they put it into the box. But Yedaya, Yedaya came and not all and he took. He picked. He picked out. He picked out the name of his group. His group. And that's why it was it was decided that he should be he was chosen to be the first group. I guess with divine spirit and on him he, he picked out the first one they picked out was his group. And then he took out then he took out another five. Which were all part of his group. Remember, there were four families. Each group was subdivided into six. So by, by, by divine inspiration, it was all blind. It was, it was a lottery. With divine inspiration, he happened to pick out him first. And the other five associated with him came next. So his whole group was the first one in the rotation. In the rotation, yeah. Exactly, rotation. Yeah, six feet straight. And then another miracle happened. Chadim came, and again he picked out his, and then the other five that, that were the subdivisions of his family. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's all mixed up together. Wow, it was clear. It was clear, clearly by divine, divine will. So precise. Okay. Also, the prophets that were amongst them, this was the end of the era of prophecy. You know, Chag Malachi. They were all prophets. So, these were the prophets who decided this. Also, they enacted, in the Vim Shemin name, enacted Shafilu. Yayadav, Yayadav. Who was a Reish Mishmaris. In times of the first base of Megdash, he was, they were the first in the rotation. So he says, even if they go up, Yedaya will remain in place. Even if they'll go up, they'll finally make a decision to make Aliyah, to go there to Israel. Too late. You lost the honor. You didn't show up. Yedaya will always keep that honor of being the first in the rotation. Yadav Tafula, Yadav will be secondary to him. Okay. It says now, Mishnah Vishal, based on The Yisraelim in the group would gather to their shuls, the local shuls, those, those who were not nearby Yerushalayim, and they would fast and read them the Torah. Shachdis and Muslim. How do we know this? I'm Rabbi Yaakov Aracha, I'm if not for those who engage in sacrifices, heaven and earth cannot exist. 
because of the sins. So the heaven and earth are only there in the merit of the Jewish people. So when the Jewish people are innocent, so, then, so only because of the sacrifice. Remember it says, Avram said to Hashem, how will I know that my children will inherit the land? So what do you mean? He asked, what do you mean? He didn't believe in Hashem. He believed in Hashem. But the means, Amr Avram, the Gemara explains, Avram said, Hashem, the master of the universe. Maybe my sins will sin and the children will be annihilated. How do I know that my children will survive? Like the Deirah Mabu, Deirah Flog, Hashem said, Avram, I'm not going to do to them like I did to the generation of the Flog and the generation of the Tower of Babel. Tell me, what merit, what will atone for the sins of my children that will guarantee their safety and security? Amalashem responded, He told him, bring all these sacrifices. Bring a calf and bring a goat and bring, bring a ram and a, a, a dove. A goizel and a chicken, he says. Okay, you answered my question, but that's only true in the times when there's a base amigdash. So, in the merit of the sacrifices, they'll be forgiven. What's going to be when there's no temple? And then they're really in trouble. Because why isn't there a temple in the first place? Only because they sinned. <laughs> and, the, and now there's no temple to atone for them. What's going to happen? I already enacted for them the order of the sacrifice. It was when they read Lafana, when they read before me in the Torah about the sacrifices, I forget, I consider as if they offered the sacrifice and I forgive them for all their sins. That's why every morning in Davening, before Davening, we start out with mentioning first from the Torah and then, and then the Mishnah, the, all the sacrifices. Because by reading it and learning it in the Torah, I consider it as if you offered it to me, and we have the same atonement. We achieve the same atonement as just the sacrifice. Some of the the rabbis learn, Anshi Mishmer, the people of the Mishmer, the Davin. Used to daven a korban Those who were in Yerushalayim would daven on the sacrifice of their brothers for the entire Jewish people. Shiskavu beratzin. Hashem should accept it willingly. And Anshe Amaimah, the 24 who stayed in their cities all over Eretz Yisrael, Miskantin Lebeis and Kesel would gather in the shuls, and then they would fast, sit and fast, Arbatainias, four, fa- four fast days, as we said, Monday to Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Bishaini on this Monday they would daven to those who are the seafarers, those who are traveling by sea. Why? Because it says on that day Hashem separated the waters. Monday we focus on the waters. So those who are on the sea, they prayed for their well-being. These are all people who are in danger. The four people who are in danger we have to give a Thanksgiving sacrifice after they come safely from their journeys in the sea or from the desert or those who were, who were sick 
He says, so Bashlisi so Bashli, on Tuesday they would have a but those who are traveling in the desert. They shouldn't they shouldn't be hurt. They shouldn't be they should be safe. Ubervi on Wednesday, Allah Sakra. Why in the midbar on the on the, thir- on the third day and Tuesday? Because that's what Hashem said that the water should gather into the oceans and the it should expose the earth. The earth should be on top of the water, which is a miracle of miracles. Usually, something that's heavier sinks below. The water should float on top of the earth. Here, Hashem made a miracle that the earth is on top and the water is below. So therefore, we pray for those who are in the desert, traveling in the desert. On Wednesday, they dive for a sacra. It's a sickness that starts in the, in the intestines and, and it, it, it causes you to choke. Eventually, it works its way up to, to your throat. COVID chokes you. So, people out in because on this day, that it shouldn't affect the children. But on this day, Hashem set the sun and the moon and the stars in the heavens. Ma'irais is written, it's called Ma'irais, the luminaries. But they're written without a vav, so it reads Ma'ira. It's a curse. On this day, you shouldn't have this curse. There's an energy, a potential for a curse. So that's why they would daven on an illness. Shouldn't be an illness. You have to be careful. You have to be careful that you shouldn't get this sickness. On Thursday, they would daven on those who are pregnant, the pregnant women. And those who are nursing, pregnant women should not miscarry. And those who are nursing moms should be able to nurse them to health until God. Why? Why on the fourth day? Because on the fourth day, on the fourth day, Hashem says, the water should, should sprout life, fish, nefesh, life. And the truth is, the, mother, the, the baby in the mother's womb is like a fish. On the water, they're breathing on the water. They're, they're like on the water. We're like a amphibian. That's the miracle of birth. In one split second, the body switches from being amphibian to breathing, and everything has to work. We say in the the miracle of the body. <laughs> we couldn't survive for a second if, we, if this miracle didn't happen. One of the greatest miracles in creation. How suddenly we turn from a fish into a, <laughs> to a mammal. At a Friday they wouldn't fast. Shouldn't the Shabbos hungry. How much more so on Shabbos not fasting? Even though they had maimed for the entire week, including Shabbos. But Shabbos, you also had the daily sacrifice and you had the additional sacrifice. But you don't fast. Why don't you fast on Sunday? Especially after such a big kiddush, grand kiddush, you need a fast day. Because the Christians make it into a yom. If you're going to fast, they're going to be angry. You're fasting on their holiday. It's dangerous. It's the third day from since Adam was created. Adam was created on Friday. So on the third day of his creation, he's weak. But Sunday is not a good day to fast. Like it says, the third day by Shem, after the circumcision, they were weak. That's when they're vulnerable. 
It's a good, it's a good uh, question. But yeah, they must have, they must have, they were built in Nazareth. Yeah, they were built in groups that already started before. Yeah, Nazareth started before. That's where we find even in the times of Yeshua and Prachi. The one that the Yashka Yeshu was in time of Yeshua and Prachi was much earlier. So that maybe there was even a forerunner. There was there was a whole group of people, Nazarites, who treated, who acted that way. They, they were separate and they didn't have. They were celibate, you know, not in the Jewish spirit. Yeah, good point. Since Adam was operated on the third day, on the day of his creation, right? Chava, <laughs> the third day was operation, <laughs> healing. That's why every 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 shul in the world has a big bagel and brunch, a bagel and breakfast. The Jewish people have to eat a good meal Sunday, Sunday, very important. Now you know why the third day from the operation. <laughs> <laughs> See, without even knowing the Gemara, they already knew, they understand that you have to. You say that because since Shabbos you have an extra neshama, extra pleasure, extra appetite. And then Shabbos is taken away from us. It says, One Shabbos is over after a person rested. Is of the nefesh, vai nefesh, whoa, vai, oi, we just lost our soul. Of the nefesh, we lost this extra soul, so we're in pain. So that's why you're weak. You're weakened. So therefore, you don't fast on Sunday. Okay, learn now. The first day, every day they would read the Torah. Shachnas and Musaf. So the first day they read Bereshis. And the second day they counted the first day of creation and they counted the second day. Again, why do we read this? Because we learn. The whole world exists only because of the Maimus, because of the Karbanus. That's why we read about creation. We're sustaining the world. These Yidin, sitting and fasting and reading the Torah and bringing the sacrifices, they sustain the world. The whole world is sustained. The stock market is sustained because of these Yidin who are sitting and learning and and reading the Karbanas and learning about the Karbanas. This is, this is what sustains the whole entire world. So the first day they read, the first day they counted, the first day of creation, and the second day. Tanda, we learn, Bereshis has six verses. So you can divide it into two. There are three people you call up. Everyone has to get a minimum of three psukim. So the first, oh no, no, actually only a five psukim. Bereshis, Bishnayim, two. And the Yirakiya, only one person would call them. So you might ask, Bishlaim Yirakiya, Be'echad, because the last Psukim, there are three Psukim. Elebereshes, Bishnayim, how? Chamisha Psukim, I mean, it's only five. Each one has to get a minimum of three. How could you divide it into two? Koyin and Levi. But now we learn, You can't read less than three Psukim. Why? We learned already in Megillah. We learned. We're going to learn why, because the Torah and the Vim Maksuv corresponds to Torah and the Vim Maksuv. That's why it has to be three psuk.
the, the Farsham asked, the Masha asked, why don't you ask another question? Also, in Megillah it says you can't read less than 10 psukim altogether. Between the two, Bereshis and, and, and uh, Yidakiya, you have, you have uh, and I think there's more, maybe even nine. How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less than five. Five, and I think maybe four. Three. Okay, so eight and nine, but less than ten. So the Masha answer, Tayshu asked the same question about Amalek. How do you read Amalek? Tayshu's Amalek. He says when you finish a whole parsha, then it's unnecessary. You're doing a complete parsha. That's the union of Amalek. And we're reading the whole parsha of Amalek. Even the lesson ten doesn't matter. Here also, you're reading the whole complete narration of the first and second days. It doesn't matter if it's lesson ten. Okay, but how do you answer this question? Rav says Doilik. The first one reads three psukim, Badejas, Aretz, and and the second one goes back and reads again the last pasuk and adds two psukim. That's what we do in Ishchidish. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says Paisen. He stops in the middle of the pasuk, so it's, you read two and a half psukim and two and a half psukim. So your mother says, my time at Lema Paisik. Why doesn't he agree with the Shmuel? Because somebody old. You can't divide a Pasik in the middle. Whatever Pasik Mesha didn't divide, you're not allowed to divide it. It has to be complete. How can Shmuel even say such a way? Before we even get to the question, why doesn't he say like Rav? Which makes sense. We do it by the Shredish. But how could he even do it? He said, I had a tremendous pain once. By I got that I tried, he should give me permission to stop in the middle of the passage. He didn't allow me. I wanted to be able to stop in the middle of the passage. And he wouldn't allow me, except for children. Children, everything is allowed. You're allowed to say Hashem's name. To educate children, you can do anything. Hashem says it gives me pleasure. So how could you stop in the middle of the pasuk? Shmuel answers you, Hashem, near time of my mishum there you can't do it otherwise, right? And that's why you're allowed to, right? So here we don't have a choice. Of course, ideally you're not allowed to if you have a choice. There you have an option. So therefore, Rabbi Hanina Godel didn't No, but here it's the account of the first day. This is it. This is, this is it. Every day, one day, the next day. So this is we're stuck. We we have to work within this framework. So we have no choice. So there, Rabbi Hanina Godel didn't allow Rabbi Hanina the Balkaide to stop because he had an option. For children, you have no options. Of course, you're allowed to. So here also, we have no options. Okay. But the Shmuel, now we get to the other question. Shmuel, Shama, Pesach, my time of why, why doesn't he agree with the Rav? It makes so much more sense. He's saying there is no option. We have an option. <laughs> Go back a Pesach. But answers, Those who come in late. The late comers. They come into Shul after the first one read. And they're going to hear, okay, they're starting the second, the third Pasuk. So they're going to say, oh, the first one must have only read two Psukim. I was in Shul, and I, I heard myself, I saw myself, that you can read two Psukim. 
not knowing that the, the first one read three psukim and they're just repeating the third pasuk again. And also exaded those who leave, those who will leave shul right after the first aliyah, they have to rush to work, and they'll see there's only two psukim left. They'll say, you see, I was in shul, and they called up the levi, and I walked out. I walked out before I heard, and I, they called him up. Only two psukim. So from this, so he would erroneously come to the conclusion he allowed three psukim. But that's why he says better. That's why leyesh. It's not an option. The only option is to stop middle of the pasuk. Mace feeling about ass and Avon Shmuel. We learned the Braise, a parish, so she's a psukim. Okay, that's a Bashnaim. A parish that has six psukim, easy. You divide into two, three and three. But Chamisha, if it's a parish of five, what do you do? So, you, have to, you can't divide it. You have to read. One person has to read the whole parish. But if the first one violated this and only read three psukim, and you're left stuck with two psukim, so let him finish reading the last two psukim and then read one pasuk of the next parish, next paragraph. Once you already start the second parish, you can't just read one pasuk of a parish. You have to read two, finish the two, and then read three from the next, the first three of the next. So this is a question because you don't you can't read a whole par- start a parish in less than three. So this is a question both in Rav and Shmuel. According to Rav, says Why does the Bryce have to give us the, the? Why does the Bryce have to tell us read two and then one or three? Literally, well, Shmuel that says Let him read two and a half psukim. But the answer, shiny awesome, there's difference. Kriya of a whole year is different than my mother. So we continue on 28a. Because there you have an option. It's an option to read the next parsha. Here you don't have that option. You can't tell them read two and one, or two and three. Then what, what are you, you going to read for the third one? So there's only three the second day. So you don't have an option of reading the last two psukim and reading one of the of the next parsha of the second day. Because then, what's the third one going to read? You only have two psukim left. So you have no option. Therefore, the Rav says you go back one. Shmuel says in the Bible and have everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. And all the blessings in this very special day. Go buy books, svarim, learn in them, increase in your learning. Bye.